Madcap Podcast, where making a difference can apply pressure. Madcap Podcast's mission is to tell the story behind the artist, business owner, and the everyday survivor while highlighting our kids. Madcap Podcast's vision is to be a platform where artists, business owners, and survivors can connect nationwide while giving you information on the latest celebrity news, live interviews, financial tips, community updates, and events. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok, Felicia's Madcap Podcast. And you can also visit the website, www.feliciasmadcappodcast.com. Hey guys, thank y'all so much for joining us. I have such a very, very special guest with us today. You guys would love to get to know Miss Kayla Wilson. How are you, girl? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm so excited to get this talk going so we can get to know you and about all this great music you're bringing to the table and about a lot of the other artists you have performed with. But we're going to get to know Kayla at this point, y'all. How excited are y'all about that? <laughs> so, Kayla, do you go by any other name? Yes, I go by Kayla the Love Note. That is my artist name. A lot of my friends call me Love Note or just Kayla, but I go by Kayla the Love Note. Let's talk about Kayla the Love Note. Where did you get that name? How did you come about getting Kayla the Love Note? Well, my first original name was Love Note. No, it was, I'm sorry. It was K-Note. It was K-Note. And then I changed it to K-Love. Say I had my own TV show or whatever. So I had two different names going on. So I said, I'm not going to because those names, I did different things. So now Southern Soul. So I just took, you know, one because, you know, I, I do that love. All right. We're going to get to the. <laughs> yes. So. You guys, we're definitely going to get to the point where we're going to let you guys know all about Kayla and her experience with all the different genres and her being an artist and a songwriter and all of that. But tell us a little bit about where you're from. I am from Calabash, North Carolina. Uh, grew up in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Okay, Myrtle Beach. Hey, so being that you're from Myrtle Beach, uh, where did you actually like would would you say you were raised right in Myrtle Beach or because like myself, I'm I was born in Jackson, Mississippi, but raised in Cam, Mississippi. Were you always in Myrtle Beach? I was raised both in both areas. So, yeah. OK, OK. So. Uh, OK, so tell me a little bit about your family background. You know, how many siblings do you have? Um, I have one brother, real brother, but I have a lot of brothers that we was all raised together. So, yeah. Okay. But it's just me. So give us a number. How many brothers? I got one real brother, so. Okay. All right. And sisters? Any sisters? No. Okay. Mm -mm. All right. So parents, are your parents still living? My mom passed away this year. I'm sorry to hear that. Much, much. Well, my condolences goes out to you and your family and all the love and support towards you as an artist as you continue to fight for your goals. So uh, do you have any, like, are you an aunt or anything? I am an aunt. Um, I have one niece. So, yeah, I am an aunt. Uh, now, are you a mother yourself? 
Yes, I have two boys. Two boys. What are their ages? 15 and 11. Okay, I got a 15-year-old myself. So um, did you end up attending any colleges growing up or anything? I'm in college now, actually. Um, two years ago, I got my social degree uh, in vocal coaching. Now I'm taking a criminal justice apply um, psychology. There you go, girl. That's what I'm talking about. We definitely have to make sure we fight the the odds and the statistics about single mothers. I don't even know if you're single. Are you married or single? I'm single. Okay. Yes. If we definitely, I, my head goes out to you, you know, uh, still fighting for your dreams and going to school at the same time. You are definitely doing your thing. So you continue to do everything that you got to do to just break generational curses and set that tone for your kids. I'm pretty sure you're doing a great job. Now, Thanks. let's talk about, oh man, what are some things that kind of build you as a person? You know, what kind of characteristics would you say you have? Well, everything really, me looking up to my mom, you know what I'm saying? She taught me so much and it's just always been in me to be a singer because my mom was an artist as well. My mom was a rapper. She had one single out with MC Light. So my mom was a rapper, a DJ, um, a dancer, a singer. And, uh, you know, we had a gospel quartet group at one point in time. So start off church for me, you know, then on and on. But, you know, music always been my thing. So now do you mind? Um if we take a moment to highlight your mom for a second through you, you know, I mean, you're, you're like the next thing to her, you know? So can we take a moment to highlight your mom and everything that she did in life and how she set an example in your life for you to be such a great woman? Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about your, your, your mom. You know, when you talk about her career, what, what some things that she did that you saw that she did that actually, um, help enhance who you are as an artist? It was her strength for me. It was her strength and it was her keep pushing everything she, she did. She, she taught us to, no matter what you go through, keep pushing, you know what I'm saying? Cause you can be anything you want to be as long as you keep pushing, you know, if you want it bad enough, all you got to do is keep pushing, never give up. So it was her strength for me. And she was like, my mom is my number one favorite rapper. So I was like, ain't nobody can rap unless they rapping like my mama. So that always been me. So everything she did, my mom was also an RN. So everything she did, I looked up, you know what I'm saying? So wanted to be like, okay, my mom pushing, my mom fighting multiple sclerosis and still doing her thing, still holding on strong. I could do it too, you know, so. So uh, let's, can you tell the, everyone that's watching, what's your mom's name? Barbara, Barbara Wilson. Okay, so um, it's always women like your mother, Barbara, who uh, teaches us how to be young, strong women at an uh, early age that, you know, set the tone for the, the kids and the grandkids. And my head goes out uh, to the type of woman she was coming up as well. She was a fighter. That's what I get from you. So kudos to your mom for doing everything she could to to raise such a strong outstanding woman so um let's talk about you as an artist and a songwriter and we talked about you know look we kind of touched up on you starting out at two years old tell me a little bit because i can't even remember when i was two <laughs> <laughs> i can't even remember being two so tell me a little bit do you even remember 
I Are do bits and pieces, bits and pieces, but I do. You know, when you got something yeah. so excited going on, you kind of can remember like your birthday, the biggest birthday party or something like that. The biggest, you know, you can celebrate and you can remember or the, or if something real bad happened to you, you can remember, you know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. I think but, yeah. me, what was the most exciting moment you remember at two and singing at two? Well, to be honest, at a young age, I wasn't nervous at all. I was ready. I wanted to do it. I wanted to show I, I, me. It was the fans for me, you know, so I was excited when I see people go sing, baby, sing. That's what I'm talking about. I go even harder. You know what I'm saying? So it was the, the, the fans for me. It was everybody cheering me on and stuff. And I felt like I was a little star then, you know, and I was on roll with a lot of quartet singers, the McDonald's sisters, the Lumsey sisters, the the spiritual growing up. So I was in, ta in that quartet, you know, field growing mm -hmm. up and you know, and stuff like that. So it was more of everybody cheering for me because I was like, you know, I'm, I know I'm that girl. I could do it. Mama, you heard me, you know, so that was me. So you was the big head two-year-old. You mm -hmm. just knew. <laughs> yep. So, so being around that type of energy helped instill, you know, the, the confidence that you had growing up. Well, so-so. Things got different as I got older and mm -hmm. things got different and, you know, and it got, you know, so I became nervous and I, mm -hmm. I felt like I couldn't do it. I, I didn't have, I had low self-esteem. So, you know, I felt like, nah, so I kind of stopped that the way we um didn't, the quartet group didn't last. My mom got sicker and um it just didn't work. So. I branched off and I met this band, this guy from this band. Actually, you know, we became lovers or whatever. And he taught me a lot of things as well, things that I didn't even know I could do, like hit really high notes. I never thought that I could do that. He kind of gave me to make me feel like, you know, I could do it, you know. Mm -hmm. So everything I learned, even me making beats, because a, a lot of my songs, I made beats to him and he helped me as well. So making beats and, you know, um, hitting those high notes and stuff and shout out to the maestro because you know he helped me out so much so yeah well i definitely want to say that i when i took time out to listen to your songs um you let's talk about before we even go there when you started out <laughs> at two what year what time frame when was you born like what year okay. I'm an 87 baby too. So, <laughs> so your two-year-old self was, I was two too. And honey, I definitely wasn't singing it too. I can tell you that much. But <laughs> so, so um, just starting out as an 87 baby and the type of music you, uh, what can you remember listening to at two? Um, Betty Rock. Like if if I'm on the southern soul side, gospel wise, mm -hmm. which side are you talking about? Either one, you can just spit it out. Okay, so Betty Rod, um, Michael Jackson, my mom's big fan of Michael Jackson. Oh, he's so fine. He can sing. He can all that stuff. But Michael Jackson, Silk, um, Prince, R. Kelly. She loved R. Kelly too, and that's probably why mm -hmm. I love his music. He's very talented. So R. Kelly is my yeah. number one favorite singer. And Sam Cooke, my dad, uh, used to play Sam Cooke. I can remember. Um, but it was just music like that, you know, and Mary J. Blige. Um, yeah. But my mom wasn't that big on Mary J. Blige. She was more on Betty Rock, you know, and things like that. Me, 
I just started listening to Mary J. I've been singing Mary J. Blige since I was about 10. So the same song. So, <laughs> so it's just music like that. Well, while we're talking about her as an artist, let me let y'all get a taste of what kind of music she's been doing. And just so you guys can hear her voice and get a feel for her as an artist, we're going to listen to the first song that we have for you guys. And that is In Love With One Man I Can't Stand. Y'all take a look at this. you guys i just want to say thank you so much for staying tuned in and we're gonna take another quick break until our artists hey guys it's your girl dj pressure with felicia's madcap podcast where making a difference can apply pressure madcap podcast mission is to tell the story behind the artist business owner and the everyday survivor while highlighting all right, y'all. Uh, so we are back. Thank you, Kayla, for joining us back. And so when we talk about the song In Love With A Man That I Can't Stand, where did that come from like a personal experience? Actually, someone wrote that song for me. <laughs> so I'm that's sorry? the first song. I said, actually, someone wrote that song for me. That was uh -huh. the first song. That was the first song someone wrote for me. So, but, you know, even though I didn't write it, I can relate to it. Because I feel like, you know, a lot of women can relate to it. Someone had somebody they was really in love with and they hurt them. But at the end of the day, they still be with them because they love them. You know what I mean? It's the love. So Now, when you think about that song, and, and honestly, when I was listening to that, I definitely can relate. Definitely been there. Uh, 
being in that situation in his home because you know that person makes you feel like maybe if you can't stand them, they're not giving you everything that you need and you desire, but you love them. So now that person makes you feel like you're selling for something that you don't deserve. Um, can I mean, you say you can't relate to it. So uh, tell me how you overcame being in a situation like that. Um, eventually I, I knew my worth. So my mom always said, baby, no matter what, I always know your worth. Don't let nobody walk over you. You know what I'm saying? Don't let nobody walk over you or nothing like that. Know your worth. So eventually as I got older and wiser, I knew my worth and I said, Hey, this ain't for me. And uh, I mean, it's a difference. You want a nutty buddy, but you know what I'm saying? But in a relationship. Yeah. So when, when you, um, now as a singer and songwriter, uh, yourself uh, when was it that you actually started to write your own songs um 13 years old okay and do you do you remember the first song you wrote uh yes it was um well i'm gonna make it happen okay so is there is there any way possible we can get a little taste of what that was like can you sing us a little something Oh Lord, no! <laughs> I, I don't know if I can sing right now. I, done, I ain't had nothing on my stomach. It might, I might sound like a Billy Goat or something. But don't worry about it. I always do. Honestly, sometimes I catch people off guard, and sometimes I don't. But don't let me catch you. <laughs> so, uh, your second song. Uh, what What would have been your second song that you've written? Um. Actually, I had a vision before I wrote it. I had like a video vision mm. and I actually was like 17 when I wrote that. And I actually redid it as I got older, um, which is called Week. Um, and I actually performed that and it's on all platforms. It's, I should have seen that one too, but yes, it's called Week. Um, and that's more of a Betty Rockfield. And mm -hmm. I made that one because I knew my mom would thought it was catchy because she loved Betty Rod. So I mm -hmm. actually made that one for my mom, but it was a story. Um, it wasn't nothing I can relate to. I didn't know anybody that can relate to it, but now that I'm older, I know a lot of people that can relate to it. But I wrote that because I knew it was something my mom would like. Like Betty Rod had a, a story behind Tonight Is Tonight, you know? So mm -hmm. I wanted to do something kind of like that. And okay. that one is basically about um, a woman coming home and her key doesn't work anymore. So she called her baby up on the phone, asked her what's going on. And he said, it's time for you to go because you know he had a, he let another woman in their home. So that's what that story is about. But the tables turn at the end, so yeah. You know, honey, I've never had that happen to me, but I wish you would. <laughs> that house would be burnt up and you and her be left Two bodies found on channel 13, 14, 16. Oh, period. And then, okay. Don't let that name DJ Pressure fool you. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and speaking of that, have you ever had a wild moment where you was like, you know, getting to know a guy and you just snapped? I was skipping just now. I'm sorry. Okay. I said, um, have you ever had a wild moment? Because I'm pretty sure a, a woman has been there. Every woman has been there to where you were so in love with a person, they tested your love, and you just snapped when they did you wrong. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's all. You, you don't want to give us no tea. You don't want to give us no tea. What you did? <laughs> mm, no, because then, then next person that tried it, you know, what I'm saying they gonna already know how it goes. No. <laughs> but I'm a very humble person. A lot of things, yeah. I, I won't speak up. I won't say nothing because I know you know what you're doing. You know, what I'm saying to make me yeah. feel this way. So I won't even speak up half of the time. I just like, mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? You know what But the quiet treatment is the worst treatment to a guy. So that's what I kill him with kindness. And I just don't say nothing because that's what I kill him the most. Listen, I, I would tell y'all mans, but I'm not going to really tell y'all mans because one, this is your interview. And two, man will probably still have a, uh, it don't even have a statute of limitation on it. So I probably still can go to jail. <laughs> And that's just being honest. At this point, I'll be telling on myself. What's your so, audience? I'm a Gemini. Oh, okay. Well, look, we kind of the same. I'm a Libra, so we kind of the same. Oh, honey. <laughs> honey. We're going to have to talk later because this is just too much right now. But, y'all, let's talk about your second song because she just took me back. <laughs> The second song we're going to talk about is Southern Love. Okay. Now, I'm going to let you give us the tea about Southern Love after I, after I play this video. But y'all got to stay tuned because it's going to get juicy now. We just, we just getting it started. <laughs> y'all stay in here. y'all i just want to say thank y'all so much for still staying tuned in with us as we also wait for miss kayla to get back in there she goes okay so 
I feel like you kind of like just being sneaky on me at this point. You just get in now, cut my camera off. I want to see what's going on. But <laughs> but um, I also made sure I added the comments into the live because um, we have had a lot of shares and a lot of comments and we kind of missed out on some. So, uh, but it wasn't any questions. But I do want to also talk about this song, Southern Love. So with Southern Love, uh, I can't, I feel like you kind of feel my pain at this point because it's just something about them country men. Okay. <laughs> I, I, don't mean, I don't mean no harm. All y'all city boys, y'all got y'all little dress code all nice and everything, but I like me a little get down dirty Southern men with some boots on, honey, a nice little belt okay, of jeans. Talk to us about this. Well, um, like you said, like Southern, I, I'm I'm country. A lot of people, when I moved in the area I am, they was like, what? So I'm country to a lot of folks. I don't think I'm country, but a lot of folks think I'm country. So therefore, like I'm used to country, you know, where they wearing the cowboy hats and all this stuff. So I'm used to that. So that's what I grew up seeing and stuff. Like I used to drive tractors and stuff. So I'm used to the country and stuff and seeing me in this country so i'm like i need me a something because all the city boys no like i said like she said no offense not like that but you know i'm saying y'all look good too and everything hey how y'all doing but yeah. <laughs> it's, something, <laughs> it's something about a sun a, a a a southern soul i said a southern soul it's something about a that that southern, southern love yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. So, you know, that neck bones and gravy mm -hmm. and rice, all that stuff. So it's just, yeah. Because I saw them the type of men that's going to thicken you up, baby, and going to love every last bit of it. Them the type yes, of men that. Get the door for you, baby. Yes. Right. Talk to me like right. that. I, don't <laughs> mean, no, I know you went country, and I know you was trying to hit that southern mark, but baby, you just went straight white on us. And I was just. <laughs> Well, a lot of people say I sound like I'm what, so. Oh, girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, not, not me. <laughs> the, the thing that, look, okay, because the thing that really get me about men is this. The men are too pretty. They more pretty than the women nowadays. Like, the city men, I can't wow. do it. You know, now, you know. I could go all the way with that one, but I'm gonna leave it alone. But I cannot stand a man that you have to beg to take the trash out, that you gotta beg to do stuff around the house. Southern men, right. you ain't gotta worry about that. Right. Did you yeah. keep your did you keep your white girl voice on? What you mean? Cause girl, you just sounded like you were still putting on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. A lot of people think I'm country. That's how I talk. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people yeah. think I'm country. So because I, <laughs> I swear I had got confused for a moment. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but so let's talk about uh, you know, still when it comes to the southern men, are you more to dating guys around your age or older guys? Age ain't nothing but a number. Hey, now that go to voice, y'all. Now we get to hear a little bit of it. They say you country as hell. You hear me? 
Huh? They say you country as hell. Not really. <laughs> Not really. We talk the same. It's just, you know, I just got a little deep in it. That's it. Yeah. Well, I love, you know, the, the down to earth personality that you have. You know, um, I hate your eyes are dilated because we wanted to see some pupils, you know. <laughs> hurting right now. They is dilated. <laughs> Look. So have you even thought about doing country music? I do country music. So I do music every genre. I do, I do, um, like I said, I, I was in a band. We did a lot of cover songs. I do country, mm. rock, jazz, blues, gospel. I do it all. Uh the viewers said, no, we do not, we do not talk the same. So they don't agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> uh they say saying, uh, if Stella says she's country. Now I don't see the Facebook user that's uh typing it in, but they said tell us, you know, she's country. Well, can you see the comments on your end? I can't. Oh Lord. Well, they said tell you you country. So I'm pretty sure she already know that y'all. She's admitted to it like a thousand times already. And to confirm it, she even talking just how she normally would talk country. So um let's go on and talk about um the third song that we're going to be playing, which is back to the nineties love, uh, with you being an eighties baby, I wouldn't say, you know, much about the nineties love. Cause you weren't even able to experience yeah. this look, but that's where R. Kelly came in. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, my first love is r &B. My first, that's my heart. r &B. Or either, you know, R&B slow jams. Like, I like a lot of slow jams. Silk, I don't be being grown and nothing like that, y'all. I just like a lot of slow jams. But Silk, H-Town, R. Kelly, Key Sweat, that was all my, that's all I used to listen to at one point in time. But, yeah. Okay, so the viewer, the viewer said, uh, it's your sister that's making the comments. The <laughs> tell you your country. <laughs> So uh, we're gonna go ahead and listen to this song, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all stay, y'all stay tuned. Look, baby, Feel 
whoever taught you how to hit some high notes, I, we already know. <laughs> but let me tell you, <laughs> you sound so good on that song. I I can see myself bumping that song on a regular. You hear me? Because <laughs> it has such a smooth tone and groove to it. And I, I can make some good love off that song, you know, touching you like <laughs> I want you, you know, massaging you and maybe even, you know, got you a candlelight dinner. Talk to us about that. Well, that song, I mean, like a lot of songs I write, I have a vision before I write it. And I, that's something every woman want, a man to do all those things and love up on them the correct way. So I didn't make that when I was single, still single. But <laughs> so it was just something that I felt like ladies can, you know, relate to. Like, okay, yeah, I want I want a man like that. You know what I'm saying? Where he at? Where Mr. Rod at? You know what I mean? So, you know, even for a woman um, that has a man that's not doing those things just to put that song on, kind of like, hey, I need this from you. You know, like right. um, when you said back to the 90s, love, you know, that definitely has that whole vibe to it. So you hit it right on the nail with that one. I love that. So uh, pushing forward, are you going to be making more more songs like this? I'm going to say hits like this because, baby. And well, my I, do, I do. I do have I do have a, a lot of R&B songs out. OK, so. um yeah. We're definitely going to talk about towards the end of the interview where everyone can go and find all of your music. But nowadays, people shouldn't be slow to understand that, you know, a lot of artists have their music on all platforms, you know. But what is your main goal with that song? Well, I mean, I wanted to make it, well, actually, Panties Down. I got another R&B song called Panties Down. And everybody go crazy over that one. And the radio guys be wanting that song put on the radio and all that stuff. So, you know, I feel like those two songs, Pennies Down, Grind Up on That Pole, and that song, Back to the 90s. Like that once I get them, they out there, but once I start promoting more and letting everybody mm -hmm. know, hey, you know, go here to find this and stuff like that, I feel like it'll go to the top of, you know, for R&B. You know what I'm saying? So, right. You know, I'm I'm looking for all my songs to reach everywhere. You know what I mean? So everybody know my name, you know, and feel where I'm coming from all my, my songs. So do you have uh, a certain type of audience you're trying to attract or you're trying to just make your music I'm trying where it's to diverse? Everybody, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. I'm gonna I'm soon put out some country too. You know what I mean. So, but I, I just want to stick here, Southern Soul, until that's jumping the way I need it to jump. Mm -hmm. Then I may go here and go there. So everybody, I want to make, I want everybody to feel where I'm coming from. Do you yeah, rap? So. I do. I started rapping first, so yeah. Give us a little something. At least you can do no, that. <laughs> <laughs> I can do a, um a gospel rap. Okay, let's do that. Um, I made this a gospel rap for the generation, you know, that is a judge people before even going in there because of the way they look. You know what I'm saying? So I created a a rap for the young generation to feel comfortable. Hey, 
no matter what you look like, what you wear or whatever, if it's in your heart to go there, you know what I'm saying? And it's in your mind, still do it. You know what I'm saying? Find a church right. that, that's going to set you comfortable. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, they're wrong for judging you, you know? So. Right. But, but you don't want to spit us a line. You don't want to give us a verse. <laughs> Let me see. None of that. Because I'm going to keep putting you on spot to the end. Turn it over, turn it over to God. Turn it over to God. Turn it over, turn it over to God. I'm praying to God that everything is going to be all right because the world gets so cold every day. Feels like a stormy night. Trying to do what's right, but it always saying wrong. At times I feel like even if I'm out, this will be gone. But I realize that I got to be strong because I know God got my back and he'll never leave me alone. At times I feel like going, but I'm staying. Life is not easy. That's why it's so many people laying. So listen to what I'm saying. Turn it over to God. There you go. <laughs> Girl, your voice, or should I say woman, woman. <laughs> Your voice. And you gave me like this uh female Kirk Franklin type of uh, a vibe. You know, <laughs> like I love me some Kirk Franklin girl. Uh, I, I can't remember the 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 lady that, that used to um that used to rap on Kirk Franklin's song. It was one song Kirk Franklin had and he had a female to rap on it. And I remember that, I remember I was young and I remember that verse so well because I was like, okay, this female is dope. She going all fast and stuff. <laughs> What's that? Uh, when I think about the goodness and the fullness of God, made me hate folks. <laughs> you know, that when I heard you, I started thinking about her. So, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. So, you know, just going over everything that you bring to the table, I just can't wait to see what the future brings for you because you're not leaving other doors um, closed. You know, you're opening these doors, you're walking through them, you, you know, you you basically putting out pressure as a young female artist. Um, so we the same age, you know, uh, what, you're about to turn 36? Yep, September. Yeah, yeah. Um, just keep doing your thing because a lot of people, you know, don't really get to where they want to go until they're like late forties, fifties, you know what I'm saying? So just because, and then, you know, speaking of not only you doing songwriting and singing, you have education background to go with that. And I meant to ask you what put your interest into, you know, like criminal justice. Uh... Well, <laughs> I'm a little different, so I like to try different things just to see if I can do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got my CDOs, I drove trucks, I worked, I worked for brands. Um, I did security um, for different um, things. So I, I wanted to help, like, the community. Like, um, yeah, I believe in chances. I believe everybody deserves a chance. So being a probation officer, slash on my own business and being a counselor to help people and hear them out and give them advice and everything and i feel like i could be a big help me um i always love helping people like i, I used to help my mom all the time and see about her before she passed away you know so um that's just me i always want to be a help to somebody so that's just always been my thing and we're definitely going to dedicate this interview to your mom because I'm pretty sure she's proud of you. Now, when you say your own business, what is your own business? 
No, I said I eventually want to own my own business and being. Oh, counselor. okay, okay, okay. Being a counselor. Okay, I thought you said you own your own business and being a counselor. Okay. Um. So we're gonna also talk about this fourth song. Make me say oh. <laughs> and I'm gonna let you guys listen to it, and we're gonna talk about it when we get back. You actually sound like her. I sound like her? You In that song, you sound like her. Like, oh, wow. You know, like <laughs> you have some similarities vocal-wise like Erica. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. You Take time and, and probably replay that, you know, your own song and listen to yourself and then listen to Erica and thinking about her singing your song, you guys will sound alike. Because I love Erica myself. And yeah. I'm not just kidding you. Yeah, because that's what was going through my mind when I was like, okay, she got this, you know, real soul tone, you know, to her voice. 
So that's a good thing. That's a great thing. Because even if you try to sing one of her songs, you would be somebody, because there's not many people that can sound like Erica. Right, right. I have not met anybody that sounds like Erica. Well, I appreciate it because I love me some Erica now. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got a pretty voice. So um made me say, oh, you know, people accuse you of being grown because you were 16 saying that singing that song. But as an adult looking back at writing that song and singing that song, how do you feel like you relate to that song now? Well, actually, it was just something I was actually I wrote and I was just playing around with it. You know, mm -hmm. I ain't never think I was going to redo it. And, you know, but I know that my mom loved that song and my grandma loved that song. So I just, you know, it's start popping now back then it was just like a play thing and oh um, there she go made me say oh honey you know it was more of that. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of that but it wasn't like that it was just i know the type of movies my mom liked and you know i like that erica badu and i feel like you know if i would have been more serious back then with that song and i would have had it outdoor and had the right qualities you know somebody mm -hmm. that can master it where it's good i feel like that song would have been hit so you know it's always all about the type of support and the push behind the music is how far it goes right. but like i was telling someone the other day you know there's so many artists that's taken songs that they've done in the past that may not have been perfect timing back then but because we got so much crazy stuff hidden nowadays that actually taken off you don't know what your music can do now, you know? So I would definitely suggest to an artist to, you know, revisit that song and put a little more, you know, season on it and put it back out and try to see where it goes because some, it's all about timing. Yeah. So before we even get to the song that um, you're going to be releasing this weekend, let's talk about the history uh behind you as an artist you have actually performed with other major artists we got um it's life Jennings. we got bishop bullwinkle we got king george uh, many many other artists is there any other artists you would like to add in there sir charles because he's like my number one favorite and <laughs> so that i love me some sir charles i love performing with him he's He's like, it's his performance for me and, and it's his voice and he's silly. So, you know, I love Sir Charles and um, uh, Nelson Curry is my manager and he's a great artist as well. Um, but yeah, um, Westlove, she's, she put on a show too. So I've been on stage with Westlove as well um, and many others. So yeah. Lenny Will Williams, right? Yes. Yeah, I've been on a lot uh, of those with Lenny. He sound the same. He put on a great show. <laughs> he sound the same. His performance is awesome. I love Lenny. And uh, so let's just talk about out of all the artists that you've ever performed with, who actually motivates you or have some type of uh, characteristic or experience that uh, that actually makes you feel like hey you know this person is dope i could take this and and use this in the future have you ever crossed an artist that you felt like that actually
set a tone for you to try to reach, you know? My manager, my manager, um, Nelson Curry, actually, um, he's like an uncle to me for real, for real, because mm. like, he know what I've been through, you know, and things and how, how rough it was. And he, he give me, he let me know straightforward what I need to hear. And, you know, and it makes me feel good. And he give me advice and it, it really makes me feel good to have him in my corner as well as Mr. Smoke. Mr. Smoke will give me advice and tell me things, you know, hey, you shouldn't do this or you should, you know, because they've been doing it. I haven't with the Southern Soul Field. So, yeah, so I would say Mr. Smoke, Nelson Curry, um, and Sir Charles. Mm. Who is an artist that you really would like to work with that you haven't worked with? Sir Charles. <laughs> <laughs> you thought, Sir Charles. and that's actually, I could name four. Sir Charles, um, Urban Mystic. Um, I supposed to be working with actually I, I supposed to be working with Sir Charles and um what is his name? Um see something uh, Rico and mm -hmm. he's a great artist as well. Okay. Actually, uh Sir Charles does not understand the type of Ooh, I, I just can't get it out of my mouth. The type of, he, he means a lot to me and my family. I know we, that's all we listen to. Barbecue, <laughs> barbecue. You better put on surcharge. You better put mm -hmm. on surcharge. And we will listen to it play over and over and over. And I don't get tired. Right. I love that man. I love that man. I can't wait till the day I get to have him on my podcast because I probably would be too excited. <laughs> <laughs> but I have I have worked with so many people that has worked with him, and I'm like, why have why haven't this man and I talked yet? But we will. It's coming. Uh, but I definitely understand how you feel. That's why I say uh, I, I brought that up because I can understand why you would love to work with him because I love to listen to him. So yes, you know, He's I awesome. get it. It's his voice. Yes. Yes, and so let's talk about the comedians you you've also opened up for. Mm -hmm. Um you have and these people have been on Netflix, Depth Comedy Jam, movies and TV shows. And so we got James Stephens the 3rd, aka the man of a thousand voices. Uh we got Bro Man, Orlando Jones, J Anthony Brown and many many more. Who all do you remember that we can bring out name right now? Um, Barbara Carlisle. Um, what is the name? Now when it comes to comedy and names, um, <laughs> um, I can't think of everybody's name right offhand, but those was the main people that you named. Um, right, right. Now, James Stevens III from California, he started, helped me start my TV show. Um, before I got in Southern Soul, I was working for him. And that's how mm -hmm. I was able to meet a lot of different comedians through him. They would come to his um, theater and they would come and do comedy and it was televised. And then we also, I was in a Motown show there and that's how I got discovered. They heard me on Motown. And then Barbara Carlisle heard me when I did my own TV show called Divas. I was doing, when she wanted to snatch me away from the theater and say, now nah, I'm going on the road with her and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. She heard me saying Patti LaBelle, um, if only you knew. 
Mm-hmm. And um, when she heard that, she was like, nope, you coming with me. So, and that's how I got discovered in the Southern Soul world. Okay, so working um, at Motown, um, how did that feel, you know, being a young female artist and uh, being at Motown? You know, tell me about that experience. Well, I did it for like five years. Um, When I first um, got introduced to Mr. James, I was in a band with the guy I was telling you that I was deeply in love with, Mr. Maestro, and we're still really good friends. Um, the mm. one that helped me with my music. Um, I got introduced. Um, Mr. James, I was in a band. Mr. James heard me sing in the band, and um, I was singing Misty Blue. And Mr. Mm-hmm. James went crazy and got me. He talked, well, Maestro was my manager as well. He talked to Maestro, and we started, we stopped what we was doing and went and worked for him. We was the first original to do Motown there in the band, Live Field. And then, mm-hmm. um, COVID came, everything went left. So, you know, we had to close that down. The band wasn't together anymore. Two of the band members, no, one of the band members died. Um, oh, and wow. we kind of all split up and went our own ways. Then when the theaters opened back up, I went back solo and I started doing Motown there, which was awesome. I was Michael Jackson. I was a whole bunch of different artists in Motown. I was Michael Jackson, Stan Ross. I was... Um, uh, then they had me as guest stars as well. I'll come back up there and be either Jennifer Hudson or Mary J. Blige. You know, okay. you know that's not Motown, but they had me as a guest star as well. So I was doing right. Motown and a guest star. So, and it was awesome working with everybody and everything. So it was good. And um, then he said, you know what? I want you to have your own TV show called Divas. And we both came up with the idea and you know how it was gonna go and he had it on BET, VH1 and Fox. So and that was um it was going for like four years with it. So I was on a billboard there. It was awesome. So I think I remember I, I had I didn't get a chance to watch the show Divas, but you definitely gonna make me go and look it up. <laughs> um because I think around that time it was so many shows hitting back to back, but um divas had some people from mississippi on there too right Mm-mm. No? that's probably another divas I, my divas it was only me oh okay, I, okay okay yeah and i was doing different artists but yeah it was only me okay okay so if you want to tell the people a little bit more about you that they, they don't probably get to see um in the spotlight or whatever what would you tell people um, that they need to know about Kayla. Ask that one more time, because I was a bit lost. <laughs> so, so, if the people didn't know you, mm-hmm. uh, well, say say getting to know you, if they needed to know one important thing about you, what is it that, that, that they need to know? Because I kind of rephrase that question. Uh, what is one thing that people need to know about you? That girl come to do some work. She came to put in yeah. some work. So when when they see me, just know that I I when whenever you see me at any event, know that I'ma go hard because that's what I love to always go hard at it. So y'all need to know that. 
Jenna messed it up. I had a call. I got it on do not no. start. I don't know what a call came in for. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it, listen, this is your show, honey. So if 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 it took a minute, we was gonna put it on commercial till you came back, but you good. Um so the most important things to you in life are what? Um no matter how hard it gets, how rough it gets, whatever storm you may go through, pick your head up and know that you could do it. You could get through anything. So, you know, he that strengthened me will guide me. And that's something I always take with me. Okay, y'all. Well, we're going to listen to this last song. And it's actually releasing this weekend. And it's called The Weekend. about this new song the weekend i'm telling you i am so glad as a woman that we don't have to play it's friday uh, <laughs> after this weekend because now we got a new song called the weekend and it's about miss kayla so you know how every weekend everybody playing the same old song it's friday and and it's that's <laughs> that blue song and i just got paid and now we got a ladies version it's the weekend and i just got paid get my nails done get my hair done and where what came behind that song you know is it getting your paycheck on fridays <laughs> <laughs> no actually nelson curry called me and said hey i got this beat for you i'm sending it to you i need you hurry, hurry up and make a song to it quick so i actually made that song in one day i made that song he sent me to be I, I worked on it right then so 
it came to my mind a vision again i always have this vision and i had a video vision before the song so by mm -hmm. me picturing the video made me come up with okay so he said let's do a, a woman at you know so something a woman can all the women can relate to so by me doing that i was like okay so let me think it's a weekend hair and nails done because i love to get my nails and my hair done i know mm -hmm. all the women feel me so you know and it became to that plus i had to put a little grown part in there you know for the women like when we go out we're gonna drink all night gotta look for that dude and you're looking at ooh, 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 <laughs> you know so <laughs> Honey, yeah. ain't nothing like the weekend. And so now that uh, we have something to turn to of our own as women and be like, hey, girl, you better get ready. I'm getting out tonight. Yeah. You, yes, you definitely put that vibe out for us. So I uh, can't wait. A lot of people uh, are saying they can't wait to see the video. Um, one thing we need to be able to do is know how to get access to all of your videos for your music is it on youtube actually this is my first video mm -hmm. okay well we definitely need all the information on that once your song released um be be feel free to get into my group and post updates so that everyone okay. can go and check out your new song and your video guys definitely feel free to leave any type of comment about how you feel about the song and the video i'm pretty sure my girl's gonna go hard tell us um how can we contact you book you all that good information well you can look up on my facebook page the numbers up there on my music pages the love note on facebook um and there's the numbers there of my managers you got selena crawford you got cardell gunn and you got nelson curry any of those numbers and you see the names back you could call them for booking for live videos i never post a whole video because y'all got to come out to the show and see what it do so well mm -hmm. you know live videos you can also find that on the love note page on facebook or TikTok, which is kayla the love note ig is a original Kayla the Love Note, YouTube the Love Note. So any of those platforms you can find me doing my live um in my live entertainment and you know pro, you know my promotions and everything and my flyers everything I got going on you can find on there. Um but yeah so that's it. Now although you are a solo artist are you open to working with other artists outside of the ones you've already worked with? I am I am outside of what I'm doing um I actually have a band now, so we will be outside of that also performing at different, you know, um, places as well as if an artist want to collab um, or, you know, things like that. Yeah, I'm willing to do that. You know, we could talk something new. Well, I want to say it has been such a great opportunity, um, an amazing interview. I appreciate you so much taking time out your day and just blessing us with your presence. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Much love to you. Like I said, condolences to you and your family for your mom, but I'm pretty sure she has definitely left a strong legacy for her family. And I just encourage you guys to keep pushing. Better days are coming. And to all of my viewers, thank you for staying tuned in. This is your girl, DJ Pressure. And y'all say goodbye to Miss Kayla. Thank you.
Hey guys, it's your girl DJ Pressure with Felicia's Madcap Podcast, where making a difference can apply pressure. Madcap Podcast's mission is to tell the story behind the artist, business owner, and the everyday survivor while highlighting our kids. Madcap Podcast's vision is to be a platform where artists, business owners, and survivors can connect nationwide while giving you information on the latest celebrity news, live interviews, financial tips, community updates, and events. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok, Felicia's Madcap Podcast. And you can also visit the website, www.feliciasmadcappodcast.com.